My brother, welcome to another episode of the Have It All Marriage for the Have It All Life podcast, where your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. And that's really what we're talking about in this podcast. And today, what I want to talk about is I want to get you out of the situation of the arguments and the bickering that you have with your wife. And I want you to imagine that you're observing yourself and your wife in one of these arguments. So in other words, you're able to either rise up out of your own body, or perhaps somebody has taken a full feature film with four cameras and good lighting and everything else. And you're sitting in a movie theater by yourself, watching yourself interacting with your wife when you're arguing or fighting or bickering or someone is shut down or whatever. And I really, what I want you to think about is, did you ever notice that fighting with your wife takes you back to your childhood, fighting with your siblings or your friends or your cousins? But do you notice the same patterns? Do you notice the same inflections? Do you notice the same tones? Do you notice the same escalations and need to get each other back? This tit for tat, this you did it to me, so I'm going to do it to you. And if you sit with this and you think about it long enough, man, there's no escaping the fact that we fall back into childish patterns and behaviors when we fight with our wife. In, in short, man, we act like children again. Now, look. Somebody in the marriage needs to be the grown-up. Somebody needs to lead. Somebody needs to set the example. Somebody needs to, to teach the marriage how we treat each other, how we resolve conflict. What are our values? What are our goals? How do we, how do we approach disagreements? And, and not like an eight-year-old fighting with his sister. Does that make sense? Because... When somebody is the grown-up in the marriage and puts a stop to the childish behavior, first of all, man, who's that going to be? Is that going to be your wife? Is she going to be the one who is the adult in the relationship? Is she going to be the one who, who leads you to a happier marriage? Are you going to be sitting around with your buddies saying, last year, my wife and I were fighting like a couple of children, but thank God she rose up as the woman she needed to be, became the adult in the marriage, put a stop to that, and navigated us to safety and bliss? Because if that's what you want to do, then turn this off. This is not for you. I'm talking to the man. I'm talking to the man's man. I'm talking to the masculine man, the guy who is going to create certainty, the guy who is going to take a stand, the guy who is going to initiate bold and courageous action. That's the man I want to talk to, the man who's going to tell the story that last year my wife and I were fighting like a couple of eight-year-olds, and thank God I became the man I needed to be to lead her to better behavior, and now our marriage is full of bliss. Because here's the thing, man, how many of us have heard our wife say something like she feels like she's married to a child? And I know that hurts. I know that cuts to the quick when she's like, I feel like I'm married to a child because what we do as a man is we immediately take that to its logical progression. Well, what does it mean if she's married to a child? Well, what it means is she's going to have no interest in disrobing in front of and spending time disrobed laying next to a child. 
she is not turned on by children. She does not get all hot and bothered because you act like a child. And if she calls you out for acting like a child, it doesn't mean that she's not acting like a child. But what it means is that relatively speaking, from her perspective, what she sees is that you are acting like a child. And that makes her feel more like the adult in the relationship. Now, look, man, I'm not saying she wants to get naked with her dad, but here's what I'm saying. She needs somebody to look up to. She needs somebody who is ahead of her in this game. She needs somebody who is more mature. Why do you think the vast majority of women search out older men, taller men, stronger men? Like she is the weaker sex. She is programmed to be that way. Go read Timothy in the Bible. And so she is looking for you to create more certainty than she is able to create, to take a stronger stand than she is able to take, to take more bold and more courageous action than she is able to take. She is looking to you to lead. And when you don't do it, does that mean she's incapable of leading? No. But what it means is that the minute she begins to lead or notices that you're not leading and notices that you need to lead, that she feels like she's married to a child. And when that happens, sex goes out the window. You can forget it. And what is coming not long after that is the dreaded, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. She may as well be saying, I love you like one of my kids. That that in love portion, if you, if you want to be inside her, she needs to be in love with you. Does that make sense? And, and so as we move forward from this, it's like she's not going to do this. Or if she does, the marriage is going to end. And so you've got to ask yourself a question. Who am I in this marriage? What is my identity in this marriage? Am I the man? Am I the leader? Am I the king of my kingdom? Am I a real man? Am I a masculine man? Because what I want to tell you, man, is do not waste her energy taking her back to her childhood fights with her big brother. Incentivize her to use it productively inside your marriage, in every room of the house, by being the man who rises above his inner child and becomes the man. So what I'm asking you to do here, brother, is to man up. What I'm asking you to do here is to grow up and to lead your wife to better behavior. And remember what I've told you in other podcasts and other videos and other social media posts. She is a mirror of you. If you, if you think she's acting like a child, remember, she's the one who is following in this relationship. So she is mirroring your childish behavior. If you think that she is nagging too much, perhaps you are nagging her too much. If you think she is being untruthful, you are being untruthful. If she is acting like a little girl in the fight, you're acting like a little boy in the fight. What you got to do, man, is you got to understand you can't just... Like if you stand in front of the mirror and you flex and you've got nothing but spaghetti noodles for arms, you cannot draw muscles on the mirror and, and trying to get your wife to change by telling her not to act like a child or trying to get your wife to change by telling her you have boundaries or that you, you refuse to be treated this way or that she's, she's acting like a little girl. All you're doing, man, is you're drawing muscles on the mirror. What the real man does, what the masculine man does, is he builds the muscle so that when he takes off his shirt and he flexes in the mirror, there is actually muscle in the mirror. 
that is how you change your wife's behavior. So many guys that get on the phone with us and they're like, Bob, she's, she's, she's just terrible. She's just, she's, she's, she's angry all the time. She's never happy. She's nagging, but you know what? She's got as many faults and flaws as I do. She's not doing this and she should be, and she is doing this and she shouldn't be. And it's like, my goodness, brother, when, when you say that, it makes you the victim. The victim has no power. If you want to completely deflate your entire balloon of power, just just say you're a victim. Just think you're a victim. Just imagine you're a victim. Show up with the identity of a victim, and you have lost all the power to solve the problems in your marriage. But what you've also done is completely emasculated yourself. Here's the thing, man. Your wife has no power to emasculate you. Only you have the power to emasculate yourself. And the only way you can emasculate yourself is by being the victim. By, by doing the I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. I know you are, but what am I? Mom, I'm telling. Mom, she's calling me names again. Mom, she's treating me bad again. Like, man, you got to rise above that stuff. You got to rise above that stuff. And you got to understand that if you had a four-year-old daughter or a four-year-old granddaughter and she was doing that stuff to you, it's like pebbles on the side of a mountain. It's like she's flicking pebbles at the side of a mountain. The mountain is not moved because of the pebbles. When your wife is hurling insults at you, when she's hurling emasculating comments at you, when she's saying she's not attracted to you, or that the thought of being naked with you is disgusting to her, or that she feels like she's married to a child. When she's saying this stuff to you, man, if you have done the mental and emotional reps and sets inside the gym of life, that that feels like pebbles bouncing off a mountain, then you can be unmoved. You can be unchanged and you can generate joy and bliss on demand. You can generate safety in that conversation on demand. You can generate compassion on demand. You can generate forgiveness on demand. You can generate the feeling that she is enough even when she is in her worst behavior on her worst day and acting out like this. You are not a victim of that stuff. You are the guardian and protector of her soul in that moment. And when she is launching these pebbles at you, all it means is that her soul has been wounded and that it is hurt and it is hurting. And she is lashing out trying to feel better because she doesn't have any other tools to feel better. And if you are man enough to wise up to this, if you are man enough to man up to this, if you are man enough to be able to absorb that negative female emotion and energy and transform and transmute it into something that helps her to feel better in that space, then you have become the adult in that relationship. You have become the man. You have become the leader. You have become the king. You have become the Prince Charming who sweeps her off her feet, who she sinks into and cuddles up with and, and, and retracts her claws and her fangs. And she comes into her feminine softness. And that's when she says, I want you. I want you to see deeply inside me. That is intimacy. I want you to be deeply inside me. That is the physical component of that emotional intimacy because you are the man, because you help me to calm the storms within and because you are so strong that my storms do not, do not ignite yours. But man, what you got to do to realize what you got to do is you got to realize you got to rise above the childish tendency to trade tit for tat. 
Yes, there are going to be injustices. Yes, there is going to be humiliation. Yes, there is going to be feelings of emasculation. Yes, there is going to be feelings of, of, of her just completely taking advantage of you, of abandoning you, of, of reopening childhood wounds. And that's why I say time and time and time again that the man who is able to transcend this is the man who has done the reps and sets. Think about this, brother. Think about this. If you're standing there on the corner and some guy walks up and he pushes you down and you're not strong enough to get up and he just decides he's going to pummel you or take your wallet or take your woman or take your children or whatever. Like in that moment, whose responsibility is it to stand up like a man and calm that storm? And I hope you're saying you. If you're not saying you, then turn this thing off, man. It's not for you because it is your job. It is your duty. It is your solemn obligation to protect yourself and your wife and your family and your finances. And if you can't do it, then you only have one person to blame. And that is you because you did not put the time in in the gym. You did not do the squats and the benches and the deadlifts and the overhead presses and the curls and the pull downs and the split squats and everything else necessary to be a strong enough man so that when the storms come, you are able to calm them with your masculine strength. And a lot of guys, man, they get this right. I see them in the gyms all over the country. But the problem is, is that while that is encouraged in our culture, unfortunately, probably 90% of the men in this, in this culture don't even do that. And if you're not doing that, man, you got to do that because that's where testosterone comes from. That's where certainty comes from. That's where being grounded as a man comes from. So if you're not doing that, go do that. But here's the thing, man. Even the guys who do that, so many of them, they don't understand that, yes, there's a physical gym with bars and plates and barbells and cables and dip bars and those kinds of things. There is also a mental and emotional gym. And that is where you need tool sets and that is where you need frameworks to be able to grow what is weak and broken and shaky and unable to create certainty inside your psyche, inside your emotional center, inside your mental center. You got to do as many reps and sets inside your brain and inside your heart as you're doing in that gym. And that way you become the strong man in every dimension. You become ultimately strong physically. You become ultimately strong mentally. You become ultimately strong intellectually. You become ultimately strong emotionally. That's what she wants. That's what your wife wants when she's lashing out, when she's nagging, when she's sparring, when she's testing. What she's doing, man, is she's testing your metal. Are you strong enough to handle me? Are you strong enough to be with me? Because I need a strong man, not a weak man. And so who are you going to be, brother? Are you going to get in that gym? Are you going to start doing the reps and sets physically so that if trouble comes in the physical world, you're able to save her from it? And are you going to be doing the reps and sets mentally and emotionally and spiritually so that if trouble comes, you're going to be strong enough to save her from it? And if you want help with either, but primarily what we deal with is, is the mental and the emotional and the spiritual. And yes, we do touch on the physical. Because if that's the man you seek to be, the man who is strong in all four of these dimensions, then that's who we want to talk to. And so to get started, I want you to go to www.realmanrevolution.com, www.realmanrevolution.com, and I'll see you on the other side.